Later this hour, we will hear how the PTSD of a returning soldier became a secondary trauma for his entire family. One of the public health effects of war is collective trauma, the obvious signs from natural disasters and the subtle signs that a whole community is involved in the suffering of its members. Mary DeYoung is a professor of sociology at Grand Valley State University who specializes in the collective experience of post-traumatic stress disorder. She says as remote as the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq seem, collective trauma is actually a very familiar story in America. Communities and collectivities, societies, groups of people end up having to deal with PTSD in a different kind of way or deal with trauma in a different kind of way. There is usually a coming together of people immediately after a traumatic event, if it's a fairly discreet event. Um, But eventually, uh, the politics and the divisions that characterize communities and collectivities begin to play a little bit, and the cohesion begins to break down. So we don't see communities coping in the same kinds of ways as individuals cope. In terms of communities that you've studied, which ones stand out to you as examples of how humans either rise to the occasion or uh, can be defeated or certainly experience great pain from a collective trauma? Well, we've certainly seen some if we look at our own country and particularly recent events, the shootings, for example, of the young children in in Connecticut over the holidays. You saw an, an incredible coalescence of the community, not just the local community, but throughout the entire nation. Um, So people did come together, and very often communities will say things like, or representatives of communities will say, our community will never be the same. But in fact, there always is a kind of pressure to return to the familiar, uh, to live out those patterns that people are uh, extremely familiar with, and that usually happens in most communities. That's not a breakdown of caring or empathy or support in any way. It's just how communities operate. In thinking about the individual stories of PTSD from Iraq and Afghanistan and the families who are dealing with this, I'm wondering if the way in which we deal with the military in the United States cuts them off from a sense of community healing. I'm thinking of the Newtown example that, uh, uh, you know, maybe makes it harder for them to recover, makes it more likely that they're going to feel isolated. And how should we interpret their stories of PTSD as a way of figuring out how to embrace what it is they're going through and remember that it's happening to all of us? Yes, Um, I think that is a risk, that there is isolation, uh, because we don't really understand in a lot of ways what our men and women um, are experiencing in Afghanistan, as an example. Um, And we often don't want to hear it either. Uh, We would like to see them as warriors and not as victims, particularly Um, And that, I think, is very isolating. And if the military as an institution in any way plays into that by not acknowledging or not dealing adequately with our soldiers who are experiencing PTSD, then we really have set a very lonely course for them. Mary DeYoung is professor of sociology at Grand Valley State University in Grand Rapids, Michigan. She specializes in the collective experience of post-traumatic stress disorder. Professor, thanks so much. My pleasure. More on our look at PTSD later this hour. 